2: Uh, let's talk win totals. We want to thank uh, Jake Manning. Uh, we want to thank Jake Manning with mssmarthomes.com for, uh, for coming in studio and your next Sonos uh, surround sound system for your amazing game day experience or the concerts that you want to watch on your TV. Uh, that's powered by mssmarthomes.com. And Jake Manning, MSSmarthomes.com. Welcome and good morning. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I feel like this has been a long show, but uh, Blake Scott is with me. (laughs) And uh, we went to Kessler Prime last night. After talking about National Grand Marnier Day a couple of weeks ago, we tied that into our partnership with uh, Russell's Reserve Bourbon and Long Branch Bourbon, which is Matthew McConaughey's bourbon, but they're under the Wild Turkey umbrella. And we, we had a uh, Grand Marnier old-fashioned with Russell's Reserve, and it was nothing short of excellent. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, Blake hammered a ribeye, uh, mm-hmm. uh Tomorrow, I'm heading out to Lexington, Kentucky, to be a part of a group of five, one, two, three, four, four or five guys uh, and picking out a uh, private barrel. At Wild Turkey, but it'll be Russell's Reserve Bourbon. So, excited about that. And then it'll be in Briarwood Wine and Spirits in a couple of months. And at Kessler Prime back at the latest Christmas where you can call for it and have it on the rocks or in an old-fashioned or Manhattan or however you, you like that. Uh, I want to talk. There was... This discussion on our show, I guess, within the last week about Mike Gundy and Steve Spurrier and how talented they are and how neither one really cares about recruiting, Um, what they accomplished because they are so good as offensive play callers and what they do at the quarterback position. And Mike Gundy played quarterback at Oklahoma State, and he has been coaching at Oklahoma State since Les Miles took the LSU job. From OK State, which was like in 05. Steve Spurrier won the Heisman Trophy with the Florida Gators in the mid-60s. Then he goes back to Florida in 1990 and totally revolutionizes the game of college football and especially the three yards in a cloud of dust SEC. Uh, they're both unbelievable, brilliant offensive minds. Uh I think there will always be a question with guys like that as to what uh, what would they have been if they embraced recruiting, not even at the level of Saban and Kirby Smart, hmm. just at a level or two under that. I mean, I know Saban's the greatest college football recruiter in history. Uh, I don't know if Smart, will trump him over the next 15 years. But right now, Nick Saban is the number one college football recruiter in the history of the sport.
0: He's, what do we call him, the perfect program builder? Yeah. Because he does everything that we talk about other great coaches failing at. He does it right. No, no doubt. Urban Meyer couldn't keep the program running. Hugh Freeze couldn't keep the program running. We've seen other guys that fall into that category. Kiffin, prior to being here at Ole Miss, couldn't keep the program running. Saban's always been able to keep the program running.
2: A little bit different with Kiffin, though, when they got nailed with 30 scholarships uh, at Southern Cal. So, um, But Gundy and Spurrier are two examples of top 1% coaches that just they're not going to pay players, and they're not going to hunt players like Saban, Kirby Smart, uh, Jimbo Fisher. Do you put Mike Leach
0: in that category with Spurrier Absolutely. and Gundy? Yeah. The ceiling has been lower for him over his career because of his lack of talent.
2: And because of he's coached at two of the worst places in college football. Texas Tech and Washington State, and even Nick Saban couldn't win the games that Mike Leach has won at Mm -hmm. Texas Tech and Washington State. Oh, oh, a lot of people won't wrap their brain around that. Mike Leach wouldn't have won as many games at Alabama and sustained it at that level as Nick Saban has. Now, hopefully, some people understand what I'm what I'm saying there. Some won't. Yeah, I get it, but. You you get where I'm going. I one
0: hundred and ten percent understand what you're saying and agree because okay. what Saban's done, the longevity, the nineteen losses in fifteen seasons, right, after the first year, twenty five and sixteen, but nineteen and fifteen after the first seven and six year. That that Leach would never have done that. Right. However, at, to your point, we've seen Nick Saban get out coached when the talent is equal. We haven't, you know, that he doesn't have to fight uphill. No. Nick Saban hasn't battled uphill since he was at Michigan State.
1: 18 plus. Uh, what was it year three Bart?
2: By year three Bartu said Nick Saban has never run out on the field with the Alabama Crimson Tide and not had more talent.
0: Well, let me give you a great example of that. Alabama is one of six schools projected to be favored in every regular season game.
2: I got them right here. They're
0: one of two schools that are projected to be double digit favorites in every single regular season game. Is
2: that Bama in Georgia?
0: Uh, Bama and Ohio State. Georgia has a game that's not projected. I think it was Florida. I don't, I'd have to go look at either be Florida or Auburn. I would think, I don't know. They might be be, still projected to beat Auburn by double digits. So
2: the cocktail party may end up at nine and a half. It could.
0: I know because Tennessee played them well, that Vegas may give them a nod, even though we don't all believe that. But Alabama and Ohio state are two of six schools projected to be the favorite in every regular season game.
2: I want to go over all six. Okay. I'm ready. All right. All right, here here are the teams that are um that will be favored in every regular season game. Bama, Georgia, yep. Air Force, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Boomer, and Utah. Utes in Florida, week one. Although that line is wiggling around. So we'll see what it is when Toe meets leather. But uh uh, I think Oklahoma's in for a rude awakening with a brand-new head coach who's never been a head coach in Brent Venables and losing an offensive savant in – um, kind of like I'm a radio savant uh, – an offensive savant in Lincoln Raleigh. <laughs> no, I, let me back that. I'm sports talk radio savant.
0: They went way backwards because I'm sh- – they- this is, It was one of the more shocking hires for Oklahoma because you're an offensive school for the last 22 years. Why would you throw that away? Why would you go to the opposite side of the spectrum and go defense first? Just because you're going to the SEC? I don't know about that. They get an easy schedule. I mean, it's the Big 12. Take oh, advantage of this year. No question. I mean, they, they get an easy schedule.
2: That's not who you want to march into the SEC with. Uh, Brent Venables is an unbelievable defensive coordinator, and he's a really good recruiter. Marching into the Southeastern Conference with a coach with no head coaching experience, and many people question the hire. Yeah. You're Oklahoma. Uh, should you have thrown insane money at Lane Kiffin? Um Would it have
0: taken insane? Like, could, could they not have? Is Oklahoma? Know, is not like, a-
2: this is going to sound weird to people because people are programmed for what ha- what has happened the last fifty years, and then especially the last twenty with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Once they get to the SEC, Blake, there's not a whisker's worth of difference in the Ole Miss and Oklahoma football program. Hello. Now, if you said that in Norman, Oklahoma today, where Barry Switzer holds court uh, at that. Restaurant right off campus, people would lose their mind because they consider themselves a powerhouse and a blue blood. They've won more games than anybody else the last 20 years other than, well, I don't even know if, if Bama has tr- Anyway, they're, they're at the top yeah. as far as in the 2000s of wins because they've been winning 10-plus oh, yeah. games forever. Yeah, I would be too if there. I was
0: playing a JUCO schedule year in and year out.
2: I don't want to say it's that easy. I mean, Bob Stoops was a hell of a coach, and Lincoln Riley's a heck of a coach. So, um, But there's Oklahoma moving to the SEC. There's not a fingernail difference between Ole Miss and Oklahoma's football program. So that's a great question that you bring up. Even if they would have thrown a ton of money at Lane Train, would he have gone? Maybe I need to think of someone else. Like, You know, Jeff Brom at Purdue. Absolutely. You know, that that would have been an outstanding hire by Joe Castiglione. Absolutely. Uh, And and Castiglione's a phenomenal AD, but he decided to go with someone who had been at Oklahoma, goes to Clemson, becomes a big name because he did a good job and they won championships and played for championships. But
0: what's the old adage? You're not bringing Saban with you. You're not bringing right. Dabo and some of what happened at Clemson and Deshaun Watson and, and all that they put together. You're not bringing any of that with you when you come to Oklahoma. And when we talk about this with Texas, Texas last year played one top 25 recruiter. It was Oklahoma. Oklahoma's schedule this year, I'm looking at it, outside of Texas, they don't play a top 25 recruiter. I, so, I don't know what to State do with that. Mississippi
2: plays four of the top five recruiters in the country. Bama, Georgia, LSU, and A&M. And I think eight of their
0: 12 are against top 25 recruiters because they don't get Vanderbilt. No. So, they pull Kentucky, who is just now slipping into 25 through like 26-7. Right. And then every stay one on of their the top five. SEC is that.
2: Bama, Georgia, LSU, A&M. And you only have 10 games to work. So if you take those two, uh, if you take two of them out. And the only reason you're not taking the,
0: more out is because of the way they're run as programs. Right. And Although they, Brian Kelly may change that.
2: I, I think he will. Yeah. I don't know if he'll do it like. Overnight. Yeah. By September, but we'll see. Um, so you got 10 games in, in, in those 10 games that you're working with, because you're not going to beat Bama or Georgia in the 10 games that you're working with out of those 10 in two of them, you're. You face top five recruiters. I've already taken two of them out mm-hmm. in Bama and Georgia. So mm-hmm. I've got you down to 10 games. I just want, Walt, hang in there with me on this. On your 10 games left on the schedule, two of them are against elite top five recruiters in LSU and AM. You play LSU at LSU in September, and you play AM in October in Starkville.
0: The only school in the SEC conference schedule that you play that you are theoretically better than at uh, talent wise is Kentucky, but it's on the road. Arkansas out recruiting you. Ole Miss is out recruiting you. Auburn's out recruiting you. A and M. We already talked about LSU's out recruiting you. So I mean, I don't, you know.
2: And yet, I think Mike will still win seven games. Ooh, that's still you got to go seven and three it's with those a- ten. With those ten available, you know that you think you have a
1: Fighter. somewhat yeah. of a
2: shot against those ten teams. Depending on who they are, Mike Leach has to win seven to ten to go seven and five. Which, if he goes seven and three against those ten teams, to me, that is an amazing coaching job. Yeah, uh, I agree.
0: Seven and three amazing. in a ten game
2: schedule is remarkable.
0: Uh, there's there's zero doubt that that would be an incredible job. I don't know that they can go 7-3 and three in those 10 games. I, it's going to be... You have to be perfect in your 4-9 conference. No You doubt. have to be 4-0. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be remarkable.
2: Georgia? I don't think no it's going to matter.
0: They play Oregon to open. It doesn't matter.
2: No, I meant who do they play before they have to travel oh, to
0: start. Ball. Tennessee. I see that now. They go off day, and then they go cocktail party,
2: The Chumba
1: life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: And then the mighty Jeff Collins of Georgia Tech.
2: <laughs> Can I give you a... This is probably it for Jeff. Um, it's unfortunate because Jeff Collins is a good, a really good coach. Um, he could be a steal of a DC for someone though. He could be at, at Mississippi State. That'd be a major I uh, sorry, I like I like Zach Arnett. I hope he works wow. out. Shots fired. He, he, he'd be a major upgrade. Shots fired. Jeff Collins would. Georgia Tech has not adjusted their curriculum whatsoever. Yeah. Um for athletics. They're a top ten um academically. You know, outside the ivies, And um, uh, so there's that. But anyway, yeah. The one, th- the one reason we can talk a little bit of Georgia Tech this year is because Ole Miss goes to Atlanta in week three. Mm-hmm. Now, they should win that game handily, but they do go over to Bobby Dodd Stadium and right there in the heart of it, downtown Atlanta, and they play uh, the Rambling Wreck. Is that that's, right? That's
0: correct. The Rambling Wreck of Georgia Tech, Okay. the Yellow Jackets, baby. They do have one of the greatest intros. Go if you're an Ole Miss fan, go because the intro where they drive the Ramblin' Wreck out is really cool.
2: Okay, if you're an Ole Miss fan and you go, go to Burn by Rocky Patel. That's right. The, it's a it's a luxurious cigar bar right outside of Truist Park, and also go to the restaurant Canoe, mm. which is where I had the kangaroo dish, and it's one of I think it's one of the top ten dishes I've ever had. If you go to Atlanta for for Ole Miss at Georgia Tech in week three. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Can
0: I uh, segue to a, a recruiting last thing?
2: Last time, I think a, a, a Mississippi school played there, Sylvester Croom took a team over there that got beat 140 <sighs> to nothing. Yep. I think. I think that's – I remember that I think game. he took a team on the road to Georgia Tech and lost big and a team on the road to West Virginia – and lost big. And, that was and, Pat White and Steve Slayton. Didn't he take the Oregon? Didn't he take the team to Oregon or was that before he got there? That was Jackie Wayne Sherrill. Okay. Then he
0: played, he opened up against Oregon, I guess, the next year in Startville. That was Kroom's first game. I think you're right. Blake. I think it was. I'm pretty sure he got beat because I, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world that Oregon came to Startville.
2: It was before Oregon was Oregon. But
0: they still had Flash. But
2: they were trending a little bit yeah. under Bilotti. And um they were on their way. To becoming a really good program. Yeah. Um, I've
0: I want to segue to recruiting real quick because I have a, a listener question that is interesting, but I also have a little drop from Front Office Sports. Auburn quarterback TJ Finley just signed the first reported NIL deal with Amazon. He's the first college athlete to sign an NIL deal with Amazon. He will have his own branded like merchandise shop through Amazon, where he'll sell T.J. Finley and Auburn, I guess, combination gear.
2: Transfer from LSU?
0: That's right. Hasn't <laughs> played a, a game yet, right? <laughs> so
2: they Auburn has a transfer from LSU and T.J. Finley and a transfer from A&M and Zach Calzada.
0: But Finley just got an NIL deal with Amazon, for whatever that's worth.
2: All right, that's kind of cool. It Good goes hand him. in hand
0: with what Alabama has done at their football stadium. Have you seen that? Alabama has opened the player-zoned merchandise shop in their stadium. It's going it's going to host player branded gear in the stadium. It's the first example of college players having something like that in their own home stadium where their gear is selling. I'm sure Alabama's taken a nice I, little cut,
2: but I don't know Who on Greg Burns' team thought that up? But that is smart.
0: How soon do you think every other major blue blood puts that into practice? I mean, you need to, right? Friday. You should have already done it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Georgia will have it. Got to. LSU, A&M, Clemson. Ohio State. Florida, Ohio State. Absolutely.
0: Southern Cal should have something like that. I know there's only 13 people that show up to games. But when those road Big Ten fans come in, you're going to want to sell some Southern Cal here.
2: that will change with Lincoln-Raleigh and the draw of Ohio State-Wisconsin-Michigan correct, Michigan and Penn State home games. Correct. That is going to change. Yeah. All right, I got to ask this. This
0: is a good question. I've seen a lot of this on the message boards. This comes on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Why can Leach and company not land higher-rated receiving recruits given as much as they throw the ball? That's a big contention right now in, in Leach's recruiting pl- pattern. If you throw the ball forty plus times a game, you lead the country yearly for now like twenty seasons with pass attempts, feels like receivers should want to come play for you, right? Yeah. Where's the firepower in the recruiting in the recruiting front for receivers? Well,
2: according to Steve Robertson, if if this Chris Parson commits, there will be some receivers come with him. Uh, I still think it's a valid question and I think that they need to uh dial it up more at that position maybe they're waiting on Parson to make sure that they don't take a couple that they can get better than right it's a slippery slope everything is in recruiting
0: yeah but you agree that they should be putting better talent to start on the field at receiver position
2: no question okay I mean Eric Moulds just went in the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame over the weekend and you know there haven't been a lot of stars at that position since him, who's or
0: any who is a a, a relatively even example that like an Ole Miss guy because I don't think we're not talking about pulling an AJ and a DK every year, but like you know a Braylon Sanders right like someone I you know even that level like a Dante Moncrief like How where about is that
2: Ontario Drummond
0: where is that for Mississippi State that's I, a great question.
2: Well, my theory has been you you should always have three Dontario Drummond-caliber receivers on your um, roster and three Quincy out caliber receivers on your roster if you're Mississippi State. That should not be hard in the Sun Belt. Especially with receivers. Memphis has had them. Southern Miss has had them. La Lafayette has had them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's other programs that aren't near as – Accomplished issue. Yeah. I mean, uh,
0: Elijah Moore is taking the NFL th- headlines by storm right now because people are so impressed with what his camp is looking like to start. Now
2: he, in all fairness, on that Elijah Moore was was a h- high three star player out of Georgia. He was on national. So it's Georgia not day. like he was a a high four or a five. Correct. Correct. He just played like one his last two years. Yeah, but I mean, if you couldn't, I guess my point is, you got to find
0: guys like that still too. I mean you got to yeah. find you got to find those. When we're talking about the Cowboys struggling. I don't struggling.
2: Really care if you're rated 88 or 91. No, there's not a difference okay. usually. Yeah. Now, once we get up into 94, 95, 96 plus rated players, then we're talking about a different deal. Yeah. I don't care if you're 88.5 and you're 91. Yeah. I'm that, struggling that though means nothing. My two
0: teams this year are going to be it's going to be interesting to see how these passing games work. You're
2: going to be surprised at how good the wide receiver unit at Mississippi State's going to be. Okay. There's there's a there's a nice amount of talent there. Um, they've got more guys than they've ever had. They've got some big guys. And um, they got agree. some little guys and some big guys. You know, a combination. And whether it's Ra Ra Thomas or Jaden Wally or Tulu or Caleb Ducking, maybe. I mean, he's huge. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to be surprised. Oh, and then the two transfers, one from Georgia, one from Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, that's probably that six or seven, even though there's not like a high-end stud.
0: But there's that's the best group.
2: That's the best group yeah. they've ever had. I
0: agree with that 100%. hundred
2: w- Will's going to have plenty of people to throw to, not counting those two running backs, Yep, are finally going to be juniors. They had to play alongside Will two years ago as true freshmen. Marks and Dylan Johnson are going to be really good. There you go. It's all about the offensive line. They'll have the skill people. I know you haven't been able to say that about MSU every year or many years, maybe, but they'll have the skill people. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store, Highland Colony in Madison. Guys, don't screw it up. Uh, That wedding engagement ring is uh, very, very important. Every decision there. They'll walk you through it A to Z at Juniker.com. Juniker Jewelry Store, Highland Colony in Madison. It's right over here by us. It's by the men's clinic and Dr. Mike Manning. About a football field down from them. And uh, you can't miss it. Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison on Highland Colony. MRA football will be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone this fall. Also want to let you know that uh, if you're in Stark Vegas in the next week or so, moving in kids, you want to go to Two Brothers